0: Managing risk and protecting your profits on a dairy farm isn't always easy, but it's becoming increasingly more important to have a good understanding of milk markets to better protect your profits through more frequent volatile periods. Welcome to the Protecting Your Profits podcast, a brief monthly update where I will take a deeper dive into topics or trends that will help you better understand milk markets and risk management. I'm Zach Myers, Risk Education Manager for the Center for Dairy Excellence. Let's see what's happening this month. Thanks, everyone, and welcome to the November Protecting Your Profits podcast and webinar. We're into this a little bit late, and in the past couple of months, we've had special guests on, but for this month, I thought I'd just give you a quick update since I know everyone is very, very busy with their holiday activities. This hopefully will give you a synopsis of what's going on with the markets within 15 minutes. So if you haven't been listening the last few months, this is Jane Sebright. I'm the director for the center and I'm filling in while we are working on replacing Zach, our risk education manager. And I am happy to announce that we are bringing someone on board and we'll get all of our market information up to date in January. But until then, you're stuck with me and I will give you a quick update of what's going on with markets supply factors, demand factors, and then also talk through some of the risk management options available out there. So just a synopsis, I think a really good indicator of where the market is going is if you look at look at CME futures. And when you look at class three and class four, um, definitely 2023 was different. In 2024, Two was, we saw much lower prices this year than we did last year. However, when you look at uh, class three compared to the five year average for the past 12 months, you can see we're only slightly below the five year average for class three futures, or class three prices with November now closed at 17.15 per hundred weight. So we're averaging 17.11 for class three. And that's, um, down from the five year average of 1792. When you look at 2024 though, CME futures for class three do actually rebound a little bit compared to where we are right now. However, they stay below $17 in January and February before rebounding to uh, right around $18 or slightly better for the remainder of the year. And then for 2024, the average class three price is eighteen fourteen, which is actually up about twenty cents from the five year average. Class four uh, has actually been contributing to any strength in our milk price over the past twelve months, uh, averaging between eighteen and twenty dollars for the entire year right now. We're looking at an average if December closes at where it's at right now of 1911 for 2023, and that's actually up uh, over a dollar eighty from the five-year average. So class four is definitely pulling up our class our milk price right now, while class three is pulling it down. When you look ahead to 2024, CME futures for the class four price are staying very similar to where they are right now uh, between $19 and $20 with an average of $19.57 on the CME for 2024. So a lot of factors contribute to those milk prices, both on the demand and on the supply side. What's providing strength in the market right now is our milk supply and some weakness that we're seeing there. Uh, The October milk production report came out a couple of weeks ago, and we saw the U.S. milk production again falling down about a half a percent year over year to 18.7 billion pounds. This is actually the fourth month in a row of declining milk production nationwide after the first six months of growth. Uh, Pennsylvania's production also was down about a half a percent at 806 million pounds. Cal numbers in the U.S. are down, again, about a half a percent, or about 42,000 head, to 9.37 million head nationwide. That's actually our lowest number since January 2020 2022, and it's actually down about 6,000 head from September. Pennsylvania's cow numbers continue to hold steady for the 10th month in a row at 466,000 head, down about a half a half a percent year over year from a uh, year ago. Milk production per cow in the U.S. is right at right under 2,000 pounds for October and that's down 0.1 percent from a year ago or just one pound below where we were a year ago. Pennsylvania's milk's production is actually flat from a year ago at 17 130 pounds. And you can see we still have a lot of room to grow when you compare Pennsylvania's milk production to the U.S. What we're really seeing in the milk production report right now is this shift in cow numbers from the western region to other regions of the U.S. And the latest USDA milk production report really magnifies that continuous shift that we've been seeing in the past few months. Cow numbers in the Western region of the country were down about 59,000 head, while cow numbers in the upper Midwest and the Northeastern regions were up 23,000 head. Dairy cow slaughter also contributes to what we're seeing in the decline in cow numbers. They were higher, our dairy cow slaughter numbers were higher again in October up 0.1% from a year ago to 243,000 head. And that actually is reversed from a September decrease we saw in dairy cow slaughter numbers. But year to date, we've actually seen a lot more dairy cows move to market than in the previous year with total slaughter for dairy cows being up 3.1% year over year through October, up 91, that means 91,700 more cows were sent to auction this year over a year ago. Dairy product stocks, we're seeing um, some decline in stocks. Butter, this is actually the time of the year when you see a dramatic decrease in butter stocks. They were at 2385 two million pounds as of the end of October. That's down about 0.6% from a year ago and down about 10% or almost 11% from September. And really this tightness we're seeing in butter stocks is what's contributing to the class four price being stronger right now. Cheese stocks were at 1.464 billion pounds as the end of October. That's down about 1.2% year over year and down a 1.3% from September. non fat dry milk stocks were actually as of the end of September, and they're at 127.4 million pounds, down about 1.2% year over year, and down 26.6% from August. And a lot of that decline from August that we saw in September was, due to um, exports and product moving from out of the market. November dairy product prices were um, down a little bit from a year ago. Uh, the butter price ended as a, an average of $2.71. That's down uh, about 15 cents from a year ago and it's down 52 cents from October's record. So in October 2023 we saw a record butter price at $3.30 and the the butter price we saw in November was down about 52 cents from that. The block cheese price on the CME was down almost 50 cents from a year ago at 1.62 $1.62 per pound and that's down 10 cents from October. non-fat dry milk price averaged $1.18, which is down about 40 cents from a year ago. Dairy production report um, also shows um, some tightness in the butter market. Butter was at 161 million pounds, down about 0.9% from a year ago and up about 12.5% from September, so you saw a lot more demand for production in October from September. cheese yeah. was at 1.19 billion pounds, up 0.8% from a year ago, and up, point, up 3.9% from September. Non-fat dry milk, Powder production was at 127 million pounds, and that's down about 0.1% from a year ago. While skim milk powder production was at 42.5 million pounds, up 2.5% from a year ago. Experts, dairy exports here today continue to show some vulnerability. We see a weakness and a decline over record growth that we saw in 2022 and 2021. Total uh, amount of dairy products exported in through September 30th is at 1.686 billion metric tons of milk solids. That's down about a 7% from, like I said, uh, last year's record growth. And um, dairy export values are now down over a billion pounds year over year or about 15% below where we saw the levels last year. Year-to-date, non-fat dry milk and skim milk powder shipments were down 2%, cheese shipments were down 5%, whole milk powder shipments were down 33%, butterfat shipments were down 49%, and dry whey product shipments were down 19%. Total dairy exports were down 12% in September, marking the eighth consecutive month of decline, Cheese exports though, on a positive note, rebounded in September and were up 4% year over year. However, nonfat and skim milk powder exports saw their worst month in 2023 in September, falling 20% year over year. So that was just a quick recap on where markets and supply and demand are right now. I also wanted to cover a couple of things on the risk management side. The dairy margin coverage continues to be incredibly important in 2023. However, the October margin, which was announced in November 30, was just six cents below the 950 level. It was announced at $9.44 per hundredweight. That means the margin was actually up a dollar from September, and it was the highest this year. Uh, that means there'll be about a six cents per hundredweight um, an indemnity payment. Here to date, however, it's important to note that over 24,000 Uh, was paid out in indemnities per every 1 million pounds produced and that's after the premium was deducted. And then over the five years or the life of the dairy margin coverage since 2019, there's been 50 every 1 million pounds covered through DMC has received over $57,800 in indemnity after the premium is paid. Looking ahead for the last two months of the year, uh, November margins are expected to be above the 950 level, but in December they dip again down to under $9, which would yield a uh, indemnity payment for December. This actually shows that the average margin, if you look at the decision tool production on DMC site, it shows that the average margin for 2023 was only $6.77. So that really shows how um, challenging it has been on dairy farms over the past year with these lower margins, higher feed costs and lower all milk prices. Uh, What you're really seeing right now is a little bit of strength in the all milk price, but really a decrease in total feed costs, which is attributing to the higher margins that we're seeing now. Um, Looking ahead, it's important to note that there was an extension just approved at the federal level to farm bill, including the DMC program. Uh, So DMC has been extended into 2024 I do expect that there'll be an enrollment open soon so you can um, protect your milk in 2024 through this very important program. The other tool that I wanted to just reference is a dairy revenue protection program. Uh, That's actually available through your crop insurance agent and it provides market-based coverage based on where class three and class four milk prices are right now. There are, There are premium levels, or I mean, there actually is coverage levels being offered for the first quarter of 2024 through the first quarter of 2025 for class three milk. Um, And those coverage levels range from $15.97 in the first quarter of 2024 up to um, 1756 in the third quarter of 2024 and then falling again to 1720 for the first quarter of 2025. And that's before the premium is deducted off, which the premium levels um, are the lowest for the first quarter of 2024 at 13 cents and increase up to 51 cents for the first quarter of 2025. Uh, class 4 is actually uh, actually offering a much higher price right now if you protect it through the dairy revenue protection and it might be something to look at. Um, if you're looking to protect your milk beyond what DMC can do, right now, the uh, market is offering a uh, class 4 floor price of $18.25 for quarter one, up to $18.90 for quarter four, and that's before the premium. So um, the premium for quarter one is 13 cents, and the uh, quarter four premium is 57 cents. But even with that premium, you can still lock in a class four price of um, $18. almost $18.40, which is well above the class four or five year average. If you are interested in um, dairy revenue production, I would recommend you talk to your crop insurance agent, because like I said, it is offering, especially on the class four side, some prices that might be worth taking a look at. So before I close this uh, protecting your profits uh, podcast for this month, I do one, to recognize that December is a really pivotal time of the year. It's a great time for planning and reflection in uh, your dairy operation. And I did want to just emphasize that, you know, the last year, obviously, was really challenging for all dairy farmers. And when you look at your milk price, there's a lot of things that are outside your control. Um, The way your class class Classes of milk are distributed in your region is out of your control in the Northeast. We've actually been fortunate because of the higher class four price because more of our milk price is dependent on class four than class three. But if you're in the Midwest right now, that's not looking as rosy because more of your milk is dependent on class three. So that's actually pulling down your milk price right now you also really can't control your producer price differentials, your component pricing, the demand and supply factors that i just talked about, you really can't control that. That's kind of out of your control. And then any public policy, whether DMC would get approved, whether there would be changes in the federal milk marketing order reform. Those are all things that you really can't control. But there are a lot of things that you can control within your milk price and those are things that I would really encourage you to reflect on and look at how you did in 2023, and then consider um, thinking through uh, planning for 2024 and how you could address some of those things. The first set in your milk price equation that is really within your control is your component levels. Where are your component levels? When you look at the national average, um, the standardized test is based on a three-point five uh, percent butter fat and right now the average across the country is approaching four percent so when average producers are half a percent over what the standardized level is and those farmers that are have high butter fat levels are actually getting a stronger milk price than those who aren't aren't the same goes for your protein levels if your protein levels are well above three percent or two point nine percent, you're getting a you're getting a premium in your milk price for those higher component levels. Another area where you can see a premium in your milk price is with quality. What are your somatic cell count look count levels looking like? Are they gradually going down? Are they improving? Or is that an area where you could improve to get higher premiums in your milk price Uh, volume premiums oftentimes co-ops and other markets offer premiums for the more milk you ship a big one in your milk price equation is your cost of production so you're getting you're uh, closing out the year you're looking at your expenses Uh, now's a great time to calculate what your cost of production is and look at how you compare to other dairies and really compare that cost of production to where the milk price is. And really to use any risk management program, you need to understand what that cost of production looks like on your dairy. Because if you're using dairy revenue production, you don't know if the price you're locking in is above your cost of production unless you have that price calculated or that cost of production calculated. And then the last thing that's really within your control is using risk a risk management strategy. And every dairy option should a dairy every dairy farm should really think through their risk management strategy and whether it's having cash in the back the bank to carry you through um, milk price valleys or margin margin periods, or it's using programs like DMC or dairy revenue protection, or even contracting your milk through your your co-op or through a broker, knowing what your risk management strategy is and having a plan for that strategy is really important. So, Like I said, you know, December is a great time for planning and reflection. And it's a great time for you to think through those things and how you can influence them a little bit more. And the last thing I'll leave you with uh, for this protecting your profits is just that we at the center have resources that can help. Uh, We have business planning resources, um, a whole family business resource section on our website. We have farmer sharing through our podcast. We have connections to other resources like Penn State. Penn State Extension has uh, extension agents that can come out and help you calculate your cost of production. We have consultants that can do that as well. We also have team grants and uh, consultants that can come out to your farm and help you think through your cost of production, think through those business plans, and really, um, uh, you know, propel your da- dairy to the next level. So I would encourage you to take a look at our website, centerfordairyexcellence.org, and go to our um, family farm resource section and to our grant grants and program sections on the website and take a look at what all we have to offer because we're here to help with that uh thanks for joining me for this protecting your profits and um i hope you had a wonderful thanksgiving and i wish you the very very um best of holidays this december Blessings to you and your family thanks for joining us